Hello and welcome. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. You're listening to the audio horoscopes for Taurus season 2019. These horoscopes will focus on what I see as being the most important themes of this season, and I'll offer some perspective on how to work with these themes through embodied awareness. Taurus season extends between Saturday, April 20th and Tuesday, May 21st. Please listen to the horoscopes for both your sun sign and your rising sign. Your sun sign is the time of year you are born. It's the answer you give if someone asks you what your sign is. Sun sign horoscopes will generally give you information that is important for your larger life journey and soul development. Your rising sign is the time of day you are born. The rising sign horoscopes generally give you greater insight into the current events of your day-to-day life. Many people also find valuable information listening to the horoscopes for their moon signs, which often speak to more emotional experiences or those occurring within the home and family. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart in the horoscope section on my website, embodiedastrology.com. On the site, in the post for this date, you can also find short written horoscopes for all 12 signs. Thanks so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. If you enjoy this work, please share it. You can also support the work to continue by leaving positive ratings on iTunes or likes and comments on the tracks on Spotify and SoundCloud. I love offering this work for free because I believe that astrology is a healing tool which should be accessible to everyone. If this work brings benefit to your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to Embodied Astrology through the website. Recurring monthly donors will also receive my monthly zodiac calendars, which include in-depth information on working with lunar cycles and planetary transits, and are wonderful study guides for anyone who's interested in bringing embodied astrology more deeply into their life. Happy Taurus season, everyone. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, thank you so much for listening. This is the audio horoscope for Taurus season. For the sign cancer cancer sun cancer rising sign cancer moon you might have other placements in cancer or just be really interested in listening to this horoscope for cancer the sign taurus rules the place in the chart that has to do with a wider impact in the world there are a couple different ways to interpret this place in the chart and one is a social way so this means that it's your networks and your friends of friends and your sensibilities in terms of larger social contexts this includes your ideas about how groups of people should or could get along and any visionary or humanitarian or dictatorial or otherwise inspired ideas you might have about how you would participate in the larger social. This can also include how the larger social affects you. So your relationship to large groups of people, your relationship to being seen, this could be your audiences or um, kind of that feeling like in school when you're wondering if the cool group likes you or something like that, but it's how you're relating to the idea of larger groups of people. The other way to think about this part in the chart is as the projection of your efforts and your actions, and particularly the efforts and actions that are most personal to you. Whatever it is that you're expressing authentically, that includes your creativity, it includes any kind of vulnerability to let yourself be seen really as you are, it also includes your children. Um, Whatever you project into the future of those things, so the future outcomes of the way that you put yourself out on the line. And 
I think it's probably clear how the idea of future outcomes and the idea of a larger social experience can probably go together. So this is the place in the chart that the sun is entering for the next 30 days. This is Taurus season. So we have an illumination and more awareness coming into this part of your life. What's also going on in this part of your life is that Uranus has entered and it will now travel through this area for the next seven years. I talk a lot about Uranus and Taurus in the main podcast, so please listen to that. I've talked about it quite a bit in um, really for the last year, but what I offer continues to unfold as my understanding does. So listen in if you want some more information in general. For you, one of the things that this is going to signify is your refusal to play by the rules and your willingness to break the rules, to do something different, to break free from limitations, to break free from the status quo, and to get a sense of liberation. So liberation might be deciding that you don't actually care what people think, that you're going to be yourself and that you're going to express yourself, that you're going to do and act and think and um, participate in the ways that make the most sense to you as an integrated and honest human being. You don't want to play games. And that's something you're going to learn over the next seven years is really to give less fucks. There are a lot of audiences out there. There are lots of groups of people. We can spend our entire lives worrying about whether the thing that we're offering is landing in the right way or whether it's accepted. Now, it's not to say that you should go out and just explode things all over the place and think that it's up to other people to accept you. That kind of iconoclastic or very rebellious behavior could be an impulse at this point. And I think a little bit of it will probably be necessary. And of course, you have to kind of figure out where your own discernment is in all of that and what kind of impact you're having. There are a couple of other things going on in your chart that definitely speak to me about the need to firm up your boundaries and firm up your sensitivity. Your sign is one that is known for being incredibly sensitive and for being so caring. That's not a bad thing, and sometimes it gets in your way. So especially when we're thinking about the way that you're expressing yourself and that you're using your authentic energy to move out into the world, if you can trust your heart and you can trust your intention and you can trust your very pure interest and desire to be expressing what it is that you're expressing, Balance that with the discerning and objective feedback that you receive from other people. And by objective feedback, I mean ask your friends what they think, get a diverse kind of um, group of people to give you feedback, take five steps back, try and look at whatever it is that you're doing or you're putting out and the way that people are responding from quite a lot of distance. And remember that taking things personally at this moment um, is not always in your favor, particularly when it comes to how you perceive other people responding to you. And it's very important to remember it's how you are perceiving because you can never be inside of someone else's head. And you might have a whole story about what's going on for them and they may have a very, very different experience. 
Another thing to think about in this part of your chart is that it is a really good time for you to start to take some risks. And when we think about the future outcomes of your creative projects, of your personal expression, and also with your children, it's a really good time for you to follow energy that feels freeing and that feels liberating. If you are a parent and your child is getting into their teenage years, this is just an example, and they're really wanting some more freedom, this may be a really good time to do some work with them around their own good judgment, around their own good boundaries, for you to do your own work around your fear responses or any kind of control thing you might have going on, and to figure out with your kid how they can get the kind of freedom that they want so you can co-create that with them in a responsible way. If you are a person who is an artist and you're putting something out into the world, now would be a really good time to check in with what you're putting out and ask yourself honestly, is this the kind of work that you want to be representing? Is there any way or are there ways that you are holding yourself back or somehow shaping your work around the idea of how others will perceive it? And that's creating a misalignment in terms of what you actually want to be expressing. The world is ready for you to express yourself right now. Go for it. Again, this is a seven-year transit, so you have a lot of time to kind of lean into this. And the sooner you start, the better. This is encouraged with something else that's happening on the day that the sun moves into Taurus. That's April 20th. Mercury that day moves into the sign Aries. For you, Aries rules the heaven of the chart. It's right up at the top of the place where you are your most public and where people perceive you as some kind of authority or public figure, or they see you as an externalized version of something that they may admire or project onto. Mercury in this part of your chart is giving you more outlet to your thoughts, to your communication. It's giving you the opportunity to say things in a way that more people will hear. So if there's a chance for you to get up and take up some space with what you're communicating, this would be a good month to do it. Mercury is coming into contact with a point called Chiron that I've talked quite a lot about in the last couple of episodes. And Chiron will be transiting this part of your chart for about eight years and it's just begun. So one thing just to note is that at this time, your mind may be more focused and consumed by places that feel painful. And the pain here would have things to do with you feeling unsupported as an individual, you feeling like you can't take up space as an individual, you not knowing who you are as an individual. So the pain is around your autonomy and how you are or are not supported to be yourself in the world in this more public, uh, potentially vocation or career-oriented way. If these kinds of things are coming up, it's a really good idea to take some time and reflect on them. It may be that what is coming up as painful is actually showing you the place where you're ready to take more risks. These transits are working together. And if things come up for you and they feel like they're just creating a lot of friction or a lot of pain, there's a very good chance that actually that's a shell that's ready to break so something can get bigger and freed up inside of you. On Wednesday, April 24th, Pluto turns retrograde in the part of your chart that has to do with intimate partnerships and uh, other kinds of important relationships. 
Later in the month on the 29th, Saturn also turns retrograde in this part of your chart. And these two will be traveling retrograde um, pretty much through the summer and the fall. Pluto will turn direct in early October. Saturn will turn direct in middle of September. As they travel retrograde, you're reflecting and revisiting some agreements that you've been forming or making or trying to form and make, particularly as they occur within your partnerships. Partnerships can include, of course, your life partners or spouses or any kinds of um, long-term romantic partners. They can also include any collaborators or business partners or people that for whatever reason you have to learn to get along with in a pretty consistent way. So these are people that you're meeting as an equal. You are working to shore up your boundaries, as I mentioned before, and as you work with your boundaries, you're also bound to uh, get bruised a little bit. It's really hard to set boundaries and sometimes we are too forceful with it, sometimes we're not forceful enough. For a cancer person, setting boundaries might feel incredibly painful. It could feel like you're shutting yourself away from the tenderness and closeness that you really want. I just want to be a voice here that reminds you that when you hold boundaries that hold your integrity and that you're really asking your partners for what you need in a way that is not shutting your heart at the same time. And that doesn't mean that you have to stay in the same dynamics. So dynamics can shift, you can keep your heart open, you can tell people what your limits are, you can ask for what you need. If what you need and what you ask for are not forthcoming, you can change your dynamic. It doesn't mean that you have to close your heart. Even if you can't be that close to someone, even if you can't talk to them, you can still have an open heart. You don't need to shut down and go into your shell. And over these next number of months, you'll have plenty of opportunities to feel into the ways that you might um, project this shell. And this is your, your totem of the crab, right? The very soft inside and the very firm outside. So good times to think about as you reflect on this upcoming transit are the beginning of this year, January of 2019, and the end of last year, December 2019, June and July of 2018, and February and March of 2018. These are times of year when um, the transits that I'm talking about were previously stimulating this part of your chart, and it may be that as you reflect back on them, some important pieces come through. There's a new moon on Saturday, May 4th in the sign Taurus. Again, this is the place in your chart that has to do with future outcomes and larger social experiences. Around the new moon is a really good time to make your wishes or set your intentions for whatever is coming next in this part of your life. Traditionally, the days after the new moon, so that would be the 5th and the 6th, are the best for the um, wishing or the intention making. Just a quick note that on May 6th, I'll be offering a class online called Elemental Economics, and you might want to check it out. It's um, an exploration of how we can relate with currencies and economies and value systems in really different ways. And I think you might be interested in this, particularly because of this place in your chart that is getting activated with the new moon. 
Taurus is also stimulated by Mercury moving into the sign on May 6th that will transit there until May 21st, and Venus enters Taurus on May 15th, and it will transit there through June 9th. The presence of Mercury and Venus in this place of your chart, again, bring a lot more mental activity. They also bring some softness. Venus is going to bring in some love and benefic experience and also gives you a certain kind of magnetism. So end of May and early June, these are really good times for you to be asking for what you want and need in your social situations and really projecting out what you imagine your possible futures could look like. On uh, May 15th also, Mars enters your sign and it will transit there through July 2nd. Mars in Cancer brings energy into your being. It will give you some strength and some chutzpah. However, Mars in Cancer can also be really sensitive. And so I just want to again uh, mention the sensitivity and this shell that you can create. Mars in Cancer spends a lot of time defending itself please take this opportunity to feel into your sensitivities and notice when you're putting up walls that could actually be bridges or that could turn into some kind of self-love or self-care practice. Either of those options may in fact be a better choice than putting up a wall and shutting down. Just something to think about, something to feel into. Finally, on Saturday, May 18th, there's a full moon at the 27th degree of Scorpio. This occurs in the place of your chart that is opposite to Taurus. So this is the place where you are authentically expressing yourself and you're dealing with your kids and you're really in your own energy. This full moon is a reflection on that space. So around the full moon time, really good time for you to be with any kind of creative practice, to dive into your hobbies or the things that you love and to just let loose and have a good time and connect with your inner child or any children that can remind you how to play and not be so serious. That's what I have for you for your Taurus season horoscope. If you'd like to learn more about astrology, please listen to the longer podcast on Taurus season. You can also check out my website, embodiedastrology.com. And on the website, I have a whole lot of resources. I have a number of online classes that I mentioned, um, one of them earlier. I have a subscriber service, and you can subscribe by donation at any amount per month. And in trade for your subscription and support, I send you weekly planners excuse me, monthly planners that include the weeks of the lunar cycles and the planetary aspects. And they give you pretty much a day-to-day breakdown of what to expect in the month ahead, how to work with the astrology and calendars for you to plan with and really map out your month to use astrology to its best benefit. So check all that out at embodiedastrology.com. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing you the happiest Taurus season. Bye for now.